0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about Generation X, how they made another X, or have they made any lasting impressions on us. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. I'm pumped.
1: So I told Maggie yesterday or the day before, I forget, that I had good news. And she immediately went to, oh, is it about a job? And I was like, no, it was not. Um, but so three things happened to me on Monday. Um, actually four things, but the first one is like a, not a good thing. So I was driving and like a bird, I think hit my car. So it's been the first time I've ever hit a bird. <laughs> how,
0: how does that even happen? How, were I don't you going know. On highway or like local road,
1: local roads.
0: The bird hit your car. It did. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh. It literally was like a brown ball that, like, hit my windshield, and then it was gone. But, like, the sound was, like, so intense, I had, like, a heart attack. <laughs>
0: like, your front windshield?
1: <laughs> yeah, and my front windshield. It was, like, right at the corner there, though. And I was, like, <gasps> and I was, like, what is, what was that? And it was just, like, a brown blurred ball. So I can only assume it was a bird because, like, there was no one else, like, no cars around me, like, no people around me, so...
0: That bird was also surprised you were
1: out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that I was like, okay, so this is the start of like a bad day because I hit a bird and that is bad. But coincidentally, it was not. Um, I got an email from uh, the professor of one of my, well, the only class I'm taking this semester being super sweet and super nice. Um, being like, oh, um, I just want to write an email to say that you got 100% in the course. And the standards that you set with your presentations are amazing. I'm so glad the class like got to hear from you. Your poster was one of the best, if not the best of the bunch and everything. And overall, he's like, just good luck. Um, And yeah, it was like just super, super sweet. And I never expected this from him wow yeah so like i read that and i was like i'm so touched
0: that's so sweet
1: it really it really was so of course i had to uh send this to my supervisor with the you know like the eyes emoji because i was trying to be (laughs) funny (laughs) And he was like, oh, great. And then he was like, I wanted to let you know that I got offered to do this thing for Microsoft, um, which is, do you know, like, how much do you know about accessibility? Very little. Okay.
0: I should know more from my work, but very little.
1: (laughs) So there's these, like, guidelines, the web accessibility guidelines. That I'm familiar with. Okay, so um, WCAG has, like, minimum contrast ratios that you should have on like your I guess websites and I guess Microsoft is trying to propose like a new standard and they're looking to my professor to help them do like an empirical study. Um so he asked if I was potentially interested in working as like a research assistant to potentially like it's not that exciting. Yes, like, it I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate the enthusiasm, but it's, like, like not that exciting.
0: Like, <laughs> is, this is, like, literally full circle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to understand that, but yes. <laughs> um so nothing's, like, set in stone yet. It's still, like, very much up in the air. He has, like, he's getting funding for it. He starts to figure out if it's, like, long-term or short-term. He still has very minimal details. But he thought to ask me because he thought it'd be something I'd be interested in. And, like, I was like yes like of course i'm going to be interested in that like that sounds so cool like literally when people think about accessibility that's like one of the only things that they think about like these guidelines are the only thing that they kind of reference so being able to put this as like a resume bullet point in the future like that's insane Mm -hmm. be like i did that i like these like this new standard i was a part of that
0: that's so cool this is literally full circle
1: yeah It really is um so i'm hoping that's going to work out i am manifesting it um and then the third thing so we're not even done your update oh my (laughs) god there's so many good things happening except for the first thing (laughs) (laughs) um so apparently hitting birds very lucky (laughs) um so the last thing is last year i wrote and like national sciences, it's like an NSERC Discovery Grant. Um, gonna quickly look up what NSERC stands for because I do not know. Um, Natural Sciences and Engineering Research Council of Canada. And like, I guess if you are within like the sciences, like most STEM programs, you can apply for this funding. And in a last-minute deal with my professor, he said he'd give me 50% of the funding if, like, I helped him write it, and he gets it. So later that day, he f- told me that he got it. <gasps> um, yeah, so I get 50% for three years, and also because I made him put it in there, I get to have my own hotel room if I go to conferences and stuff, and he'll still pay for all the conferences
0: so new orleans here you come
1: yeah which is my like immediate thought but then i was like ooh, covid <laughs>
0: okay fair still yeah that's amazing
1: yeah so i was yelling free money all over my house on monday
0: oh my god this is awesome i can't believe you waited so long to tell me like i max waited like two hours to tell you okay
1: there was just like i told like my mom and I told Jordan, and then I was like, "Oh no, I'll wait to tell Maggie," because like it was like a lot, you know. Like I like bo- both people I explained to over the phone or like in person, so like I don't like I don't feel like I could have covered everything in text.
0: Okay, this is fair. That's amazing. I'm so happy. For
1: yeah, you, I in am general. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am happy too, and. It's weird because it's like you get like you get such high highs, and then you just like come back to reality, like a day later, and you're like, ah, I am at the baseline level of happiness again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, that's pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah, really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. And now every other update is going to pale in comparison to this. (laughs)
0: Would you get paid by Microsoft?
1: um so it would be my professor gets funding and Mm -hmm. he would pay me out of that pool of funding that he would get
0: oh that's pretty great
1: yeah so it's not like i'm not employed by microsoft i'm employed by him but i get to exactly yeah that's
0: awesome
1: yeah super fun um so what is your update slash what did your boyfriend get you for your anniversary
0: Oh, he got me um, the Polaroid camera, the Instax. Oh, nice. Yeah, we've been taking many pictures. um, A lot on the same day. (laughs) And a photo album to match. So it's great.
1: Aww. Very sweet. Um, That is quite
0: cute. In terms of updates, um, we've had a wild month. It hasn't even been a month yet since we have moved in. Let's start off with uh, the bad. We had a leak in our ceiling. Oh. We had, oh, our fridge was like randomly running one, or like leaking out water one day, twice days, two days. And then it just stopped. So we've been like watching twice it. Put, days. Like, twice days? Twice days. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just stopped. Um, and then what else bad happened? Not bad, but they're like, huh, now, all in one month. We had a fire drill earlier this week. And then today we had a fire go off and then fire alarm go off. And I was uh, very surprised because they would have announced something. And I was like, well, we just had a fire drill Why would they have another one. So we went out to the balcony um, and many people did, too. And we talked to our neighbors and we're like, are you guys going down? Should we go down? Are you guys going down? So it was a big dance. And then we decided, well, not us, Nick decided we should go down. And I said, OK, fine um so we went down apparently there was indeed something going on they haven't told us yet our management sends us emails at least once a day and they have not emailed us about this um what else has happened i think that's everything that's it for my update just that it's been crazy living in the first month and that i kind of miss
1: the suburbs um you only mentioned the bad is there like a good
0: the good is that living with nick is pretty great uh not many obstacles or hiccups here or there we are pretty compatible um see us another year (laughs) maybe not living here but another year
1: (laughs) i forgot about the whole like fire situation with like apartment buildings and like condos and stuff like those were the absolute worst
0: yeah, our dog gets very scared of them. Um, so we had have, we have to take him out to the balcony. <laughs> take him out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we just ended up going for a walk. And then we bought him a toy at PetSmart. Okay. Nice. Um, who is your beef or crush of the week?
1: So I didn't have one this week, but um, Jordan, like, raised a question that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Um, So... Let's hope I can paint this picture correctly. You have a toggle that says all notifications. By clicking the toggle, what do you expect will happen? Like, what do you expect to happen if you click the toggle on?
0: It turns on my notifications.
1: Okay, but like, let's say it's like multiple, like there's multiple different like things. So let's say yes. So let's say you oh, it turns no. on, so it turns on all the toggles. Yeah. So then what happens when you turn it off?
0: Turns off all the toggles.
1: OK, so what happens if you turn off one toggle like underneath that uh-huh. all notifications? What do you expect to happen with the all notifications toggle? Do you expect anything to happen?
0: No, it should stay as it is.
1: OK, so then if you press let's say you turned off like one underneath it and then you press it to turn on again, what do you think would happen to the one that's off?
0: Wait, say that again. So if I turned off one toggle, if I if I turned off the all notifications, but I turned yeah. on one sub toggle. Toggle,
1: yeah. And then, then you turn all notifications on again, what do you expect to happen?
0: And I turned all notifications back on again?
1: Yeah. Like you click the toggle, all notifications.
0: Then what all, do you expect? All to of them would turn on.
1: Okay, cool. Um, we think the exact same. Okay. Um, basically, what it was is that Jordan thinks that if you ter- if you turn one toggle underneath that list of toggles off, then the all notification toggle should also turn off because no longer is the state all notifications on so if you actually wanted to turn all notifications off you had to turn that one on first and then the all notification would be on again
0: it's a lot of work
1: it's a yeah it was like a. it's like it's really like extra steps and he was complaining that this is the right logic and the one that we're thinking about is not the correct logic but I said that's not true. I Anyways.
0: Think it's about simplifying <laughs> things for you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and I, th- I agree. <laughs> what is your beef or crush of the week?
0: My beef is TikTok. I have this ready and loaded. Okay. So basically, uh, because we moved to like a new city, uh, a lot of food venues around us, I made the mistake of trusting TikTok for food reviews. Little do I know, it's all these little girls who do not have taste buds. Um, We've literally been going to like a lot of overpriced, not overpriced, but they're like pretty expensive places that are not that good. Um, I remember I was telling you about this cart um, that had really great uh, taiyaki, like the fish custard things. So those things were the only things that were good and fresh. Everything else when I waited in line was frozen. Like they got it from the H Mart next door They just deep fried it, defrosted it and just serves to people and i was like what the hell i waited half an hour in line for this um so only get the taiyaki because they're a good deal uh dm me if you want the name of that place i don't want to blacklist them and there are many more places that tiktok has screwed us over and literally the best places were like little hidden gems like hole in the wall places and places that i found on reddit surprisingly on the subreddit good to go i think it's called but we literally got such good bao buns the other day. And they were like ten doll ten bao buns for like eleven bucks. What a good deal. They're so good. We <laughs> ate them all for dinner. Um yeah. And because like I really like soup dumplings, but they weren't actually soup dumplings, but because they're so fresh and juicy, they were basically soup dumplings. Yum. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Don't trust TikTok.
1: You should make your own TikTok. I always say this to you.
0: I do have a TikTok. Um And me and Nick have been reviewing the food on our shared Google Notes pad. Our reviews are very funny. I sent them to Wanda. Many of them have given us diarrhea.
1: I think that would be a great (laughs) thing to, like, do a montage of. You know, like, these are all the places that gave us diarrhea. (laughs) And I think that would be funny. I would watch that if I had TikTok.
0: Thank you. I mean, we're not going to blame, like, the very first place we went to because... We got, like, really spicy stuff, and then we had to balance it out with, like, really creamy, cheesy stuff. So, like, that's why we got diarrhea, because our stomachs couldn't handle it. But, like, we would 100% go back, because it was so good. Oh. Okay, cool. Good beefs, good crushes. Let's move on. We're going to talk about Generation X. We've talked about Boomers. We've talked about Millennials. We talked about Gen Z. We haven't talked about our parents' generations. Um, this is the Generation 1965 to 1976 quick description about them i was actually looking up what it stood for but i think it's just like they're known to be like the technologically savvy or like the start of technology kind of generation like they're known to be very independent resourceful entrepreneurial um so a lot of good things that we like about this generation and a lot of things we don't like about this generation so let's start first things we do not like from this generation wanda i will let you share your first dislike about this generation
1: um So my first thing first thing is the privilege and how they demand privilege from people who make minimum wage and everything to be done in their way on their time. And most Karen's are usually from this generation, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting with the entitlement from this generation. I actually wonder what it is because, like, my mother can be kind of a Karen sometimes. My mother is, she does, she has, like, a sense of, like, entitlement, you know? Um, but I wonder what it is because it's not like my mother grew up in a first-world country. She grew up in a (laughs) third-world country, post-war. So, where did this come from, mother?
1: Maybe just, like, a part of, like, assimilation is developing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Probably. Um,
1: yeah, your mother is, like, a strange case for, um, I guess, being a Karen, quote-unquote. Because, yes, <laughs> she did not grow up here. She grew up in a third-world country. You would think that she, like, expects less.
0: I mean, same with um, Gabby's parents, too, I would say. Like, they they want, like, the best.
1: Maybe they're just, like... So I think that, like, a problem with this is that because the boomer generation worked so hard to give their children, like, everything. So they've always grown up with, like, I guess everything, like, kind of tailored towards them. Mm. Even though they're kind of, like, almost the forgotten generation as well. They're also, is that them, the forgotten generation? There's somewhere in there that's, like, the forgotten generation. And I don't know if it's the Gen X. I thought Um, it
0: was the Gen X
1: but even though uh they might be the forgotten generation don't quote me on that but they're still like they were still given i think a lot of privilege
0: they actually are the forgotten generation we oh there's something called the silent generation
1: is that them oh they're
0: dead well they're 1928
1: to 1945
0: um oh that makes sense apparently In the census in 2019, there were 23 million silence living in the U.S. We gotta weed them out, guys.
1: Are you threatening to kill all of them?
0: (laughs) I only thought about this because um, I think I was complaining to Wanda about people at work. And I was like, all these boomers. But Wanda corrected me and said, they actually are not boomers. They are Gen X. Boomers have retired by now. So you really see a lot of Gen X dominating the workplace at the moment. For now, watch it back camera. now,
1: yeah, but I mean also a lot of them are also on the cusp of um retirement, mm-hmm. and we're seeing like a big drain of I guess knowledge from people that are just retiring we see- like especially in the government mm-hmm. um, where people tend to go if they want to spend their entire life there, no judgment. <laughs> wait is this a gun or is this a finger gun (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) because the one was like (laughs)
0: nice um yeah i guess to add on to that we find problematic work ethics i know many people many old white men like to comment on my career and they like to say you should stay with your company for years you should be loyal you have to prove your loyalty you gotta be shit on a little bit and then you can grow and then jump around. Um, I actually met with a recruiter who was very creepy and told me like, you know, the problem with your generation, and I have a daughter your age too, I tell her the same thing. People are not going to look at your resume because they see that you jump around too much. People don't like that. You need to stay stay with a job and stick with it. Um, and I think this is very problematic because if someone is shitting on you, um, you should not stay. There are many other companies who are going to replace you in a heartbeat you should not stick around to prove your loyalty to them they will not prove their loyalty to you
1: yeah i think jordan also mentioned that spending four years at one company people in some places value less than if you spent like two years at two companies or like one and a half years at like three different companies because it's like with each one it's like you're Not just developing skills that the one company wants you to develop, but, like, with each different company, you have to readapt yourself and relearn or, like, learn new skills to be able to, like, keep up with your new workload. Even if you're going from the same job to job to job, like, each company is still different. And, you like, that in itself shows that you have, like, flexibility, adaptability, and, like, the potential to be, like, a self-starter and a great learner and all that stuff yeah so this one i put on because like my mom is like a very big advocate i don't know but like so my mom believes in a lot of like weird myths that like she was told as like a kid or she was like told from other people even like recently um so the example that constantly comes up is that eating meat is bad for weight loss um
0: it's a big asian thing actually
1: yeah, so maybe it's just, like, maybe it's an Asian thing. Maybe it's just, like, misinformation <laughs> in in Asia. But um, they tend to, like, believe their friends, mm-hmm. um, other people, um, links that they get sent on their social networking sites.
0: <laughs> you know what it is? My mom would rather literally believe a stranger on the street than me. Yes. If you h- kind of walk in with a little bit of uh confidence my mom will believe you especially if you're a white man my mom will believe you for some reason
1: (laughs) um i honestly think that if like it was something to do with the field that i study like let's say i'm not like i'm not in computer science or something let's say like i was like I did like med school or whatever, or like biology or like a food scientist thing. And I tell her, I'm like, mom, this is literally the thing that my PhD is in. She would literally brush me off and be like, oh, like, I I, like, you know, like, I'm just so old, like, I won't change my thought process. I'm like, "Uh, uh, why won't you believe me? Yep. But like, is this with every generation? Like, are we going to get to that age? And we're just going to be like, oh, no, 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 no.
0: I wonder, too, because sometimes when I like tell people to do things, I have to look it up on the Internet for like reaffirmation. What do you mean? Like if I'm saying something like, oh, you should uh, drink lots of water when you are sick. I have to go Google that first to also make sure that I'm that I'm not like just spouting nonsense like my mom just always told me. like By the way, there's an article on this. You should drink lots of water.
1: I think that's good. I think it's always good to like fact check yourself. Like even if you like believe and you know, I think like, I think that's a good habit actually.
0: But it's also a double edged sword because my mom will do this and she'll send me a million articles um, that are like, you need to do more hit exercises or something like that. And I'm like, mom, calm down. Okay, I get it. So yeah, my mom will like send me a lot of links.
1: It's never never the links that you want them never, to send never you. Never <laughs> really the links I want.
0: <laughs> she sent me this recipe. Like, well, I saw it first on TikTok. It was like this green goddess salad. I don't know if you've seen it around. And then my mom yeah. saw it on YouTube and she sent me literally three links on it. And then me and Nick finally made it uh, last week, actually, during the podcast. You can hear all the chopping in the background. And it is not that
1: good. What do you mean, like, not? It's like, it doesn't taste good?
0: No. It just tastes like basil and pesto. It's like a very bland salad.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs)
0: Nick's uh, business idea is to open a restaurant with only TikTok recipes and overcharge people, and it'll just be super bland food.
1: But, like, I don't know if that's, like, all of Generation X or just, like, the rich trying to stay rich.
0: a lot of people. Uh, At my previous job, I remember so clearly we were in a meeting. We were talking about insurance. And then this old guy was like, oh, young kids can't afford insurance. They're too busy thinking about their avocado toast. And I was like,
1: avocado toast isn't even bad. It's pretty great. It is kind of expensive, though, if you do buy it from, like, restaurants.
0: Okay, yes, but, like, I think maybe, I think they're more resistant to... Is it wrong for me to say they seem resistant to change and trends and stuff? But maybe that's every generation?
1: I think that's an every generation thing. I was actually talking about this with my supervisor, like, a while back, where it's like, they kind of grew up with, like, different kinds of technology. So if you ask them to use that kind of technology, they're probably pretty good at it in most cases. But, like, trying to get them to learn, like, new technology is, like, very difficult because you, like... Eventually, you get to a time where it's just like you don't want to learn things anymore. And that's why you become like resistant to change. So I think that's like an every generation thing.
0: I find that the best way to get my mom to learn things is like a little bit of change management in here. Like you really get her involved in the process, really, really inform her about it and then slowly go through with it with her and reaffirm it. Gotta use a little bit of change myth, change management methodologies in there.
1: I tried doing that a few times um so my mom loves this cornbread that I make and it's actually a really good cornbread I have to say for, for myself but I have tried to walk her through it I've sent her the recipe I have like step by step like made it with her like guiding her on how to measure things on like like what ingredients to put and what order and like the consistency you wanted at and then a few days later she was like I completely forgot everything you taught me. (laughs) So really makes me want to, you know, facepalm.
0: I get it. I think it's also the same way my mom tries to teach me how to cook stuff, and I forget everything the next day. And also how to fold bedsheet, so I can't figure it
1: out. Oh, yeah. No, that one I'm I'm with you on. Mm -hmm. Back to the whole, like, oh, it's the avocado toast that's, like, making you pour and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, Gen X, like, most people... Actually, don't want to say most. But, like, the ones that you hear about are very, like, well off. And I guess, like, that's not really, like, a thing that I don't like about the generation. Like, I'm happy that they were able to have, like, single-income families, like, that could buy a whole house and everything. And, like, I'm happy that they did that. And, like, I'm happy they had that, like, I guess, privilege. But then now they're kind of, like, not giving... younger generations the same privilege that they had and instead blame it on things like oh you're just buying too many coffees or you're you're buying you're eating out too much by eating avocado toast like inflation and like minimum wage like all these things like i don't know why they don't seem to consider them like i don't know why they're always like well i pulled myself up by my bootstraps and like why can't you do the same it's like we just don't have the same opportunities and privilege that they had when they were like the same age as us
0: that's a very good point um yeah uh i don't have anything else to add to that because that hit the nail on the head nice okay let's try to be nice what i think that we like from this generation
1: what do you like about them
0: well i really like the work-life balance it just seemed like to me everyone's parents no, I don't want to say everyone's, but like most people, they seem like very content with their job. Like they don't want to like get too, like they don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to look outside the box. They don't want to like really jump ship at companies. They're like, I've been here for years. This is great. It's like feeding me and my family. I'm so happy. I'm so stable. This is great. It's a perfect work-life balance. Um, and I know it's not everyone, but just yeah, from the people you hear, it's like pretty great. Um... They really don't want to stress themselves out with like having uh like different managers or like jumping to a new company. You don't hear that a lot. They seem very content. Maybe they're just at that age where they're like, eh, I'm so close to retirement. I don't want anything to screw that up. But I like it, the work life balance.
1: Yeah. I mean they get to spend more time with like their kids. They're probably like way more involved in their marriages and their child's lives, like growing up and everything, um, the whole like nine to five and actually like leaving on time. Um, I guess this was like kind of like, I don't know if this is this is probably less of a thing with Gen X than it was boomers, but like the hate my wife kind of trope on like sitcoms and stuff. Um, I think it was still kind of prevalent, but getting better.
0: Oh, yeah, that should be added to the things we don't like. That's pretty gross.
1: Yeah, I guess that's just, like, how humor evolves and everything.
0: I literally heard a guy make that joke, like, not long ago to another guy when we were when I was working at the store for my mom. He was like, like "Haha, ha, no game tonight. I turned off the TV and I turned to the stranger sitting next to me and it was like, who are you? And it was my wife. Ha 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 ha.
1: Did the other guy laugh? Yeah. That's so strange. It's like why, like, why marry this person?
0: <laughs> it's Like they make it sound so awful, and then the wife has to like do everything in the house. She basically does ninety percent of the stuff, and then the guy, the husband, is just there like, ha ha ha, gotta go shit on my wife.
1: Um, and it's weird because it's like I think slowly, like by this generation, they're a lot less religious. I guess their parents and stuff and like they had more options which is like a good thing so it's like why did they still get married if they had more options
0: I think it was like the kind of pressure from the previous generation I think that's the, that was yeah. the birth of the nuclear family right the whole like picket white fence like perfect household so they really want to keep that but then it's good because in this generation generation x Uh, we saw the birth of divorce like a lot Mm. of people's parents are divorced now like people started to be like wait this isn't funny you can't treat me like shit I do 90% of the work in this house so I really like that for this generation that um even though they're pressured so much from the baby boomers they really try to do what's best for the family which is divorce
1: yeah I think it's kind of interesting that, like, you see the pressure kind of, like, early on by getting married to someone that you may not necessarily like or even love. Um, but then, like, as they got older, they, like, divorce became, like, a lot more prevalent. Like, people in their 30s and 40s and even 50s and, like, being able to find yourself. Like, I think it's not great, but, like, there are a lot of stories of, like – um these like generation X kind of like paving the way for like lgbt (laughs) plus um and they were kind of like the pioneers of like all of this like um it's unfortunate that they had to experience i guess like with like hiv and aids um and everything but like these are the people that kind of like because of what they did these people walked so we could run
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i guess you're right that is kind of like the birth of like social justice and would you say in generation x like put the generation with all the protests and solidarity stuff well i could be wrong someone fact check me um but yeah i think that's a good point point. and even now actually when you talk to a lot of mothers or you see stuff on tv you see the mothers being like you should really discover yourself you should really put your career first don't marry too young like really figure yourself out i wish i had that opportunity when i was younger that is a very common trope in mother's relationships i forget it was like on this popular show i can't remember but it is very um oh how i met your mother that's what happened ah ted's mom was telling that to robin
1: we're almost swinging too far on the other side of the pendulum though Ah. (laughs) No, like I don't like not like you personally, but like I'm like I just meant like the whole like going from hey you need to marry a man immediately for stability uh-huh. to you don't have to ever get married. You can take care of yourself. Uh-huh. You don't need like a marriage is toxic and all that stuff, and you shouldn't <laughs> let a man control you yeah, and everything like that. And then we yeah. see
0: another strange twist happen in the ultimatum where we see all these young 20-year-olds trying to get married.
1: Oh my god. Why did I not talk about the ultimatum in my... <laughs> I have regrets. Anyways. <laughs> um, Yeah. It's... I guess it's like... But it's like ebbs and flows. You know? Yeah. Like, maybe it's...
0: Uh, maybe mom, it's... Stop talking on about the... regretting marrying my dad. I wouldn't have been alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my mom does that sometimes, too. She's like ah uh, like i know like it sucks having married him but like if i didn't marry him like you wouldn't be here and everything and i'm like okay that's nice and everything but <laughs> was it worth it like i don't think it was worth it
0: i say the same thing to my mom i was like i shouldn't even be alive right now i would happily yeah. be unalive
1: if it meant my mother was like happier and thriving in life i think i would rather have not been born
0: me too i agree Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Like, what does that say about us? Is that like a positive for us or like a negative for us? I think it's. Well, I'm
0: biased. Though. I think it's sweet that we want to best okay. for our mothers. <laughs>
1: yes, I think so too. Then, <laughs> um, but so like kind of on that trend, they have tried to stop a lot of like generational trauma um in their own way like in some cases they have swung too far to the other end of the pendulum but they like they were kind of like the first people who didn't really like hit their kids as much like um like they might have spanked them but they like a lot of parents like didn't and like didn't beat their kids um for like disobeying them and stuff and like they a lot of them wrote like parenting books and a lot of them like helped i don't know be better parents wrote stuff to help people be better parents.
0: Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, I saw your note on that and I was like, what? What do you mean? My mom did nothing. But every time, like my mom tells me a story, she's always like, I had one pair of pants. Like I had to walk like a million miles to get to school. You were always abused by everyone. So I think you're right. Um, I think people do try. Mm, I feel like you can't, it's really hard to stop. Like stuff gets through between the cracks. I know. Oh, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I'm hoping that it really stops with our generation, but I doubt it. Can't wait to the pass on only... the trauma.
1: The only way to stop generational trauma is to not have kids.
0: Ah. Cut the bloodline. End it right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> You're right. Um... <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, I mean, like, you can't blame them for, like, I mean, like, you can only stop so much, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there's obviously going to be things that, like, your mom still does to you, and there's going to be things that you do to your child as well. And, like, you are better than your mom would be, and she was better than her mom, and -hmm. et cetera, et cetera.
0: We're improving the bloodline.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Or are we just adapting to the times? We'll see.
1: I mean, they kind of, like, they kind of put the laws in where it's, like, you can't, you, well, you shouldn't beat your child. And, like, there's, like, Child Protective Services and all those, like, all those things, so.
0: It's so wild to me that someone had to be, like, whoa, 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 you, we shouldn't hit kids. We don't do this to each other. Why would we hit children?
1: <laughs> um, I mean, like, it was only up until, like, I don't know, a few, ten 20 years ago where the minimum age to start working did not exist crazy
0: yeah insane. So, yeah i mean
1: people still murder people so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of on like a separate thing where a lot of gen xers are like big time like ceos that have contributed to like big technological advancements in the last like 30 20 10 years like i was like googling what gen x is and like they were like ah jeff bezos is gen x and i was like whoa i didn't realize that mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think you're right i didn't think about that before bill gates Hmm. elon musk maybe
1: yeah Actually, is he older than I think he is, or is he younger than I think he is?
0: <laughs> I saw like the best of Reddit ah, update crazy. where like someone was complaining about their work. They're like, "I'm I work in lab, and like we just get so much pressure from like CEO and management. I hate chemistry. Like there's no way we can meet our goals, but CEO and management fires anyone who disagrees with them, and the only person who stays on is just people who say yes to them." And then it's like an update and they're like, yes, you all guessed it. I work at Theranos. Yes, I met Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Good <laughs> lot of great minds, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So what are some things that you want to pass on to the future generation? From us millennials to the Gen Z. I believe we are millennials, unfortunately.
1: I think I am on the cusp.
0: Nick says that all the time. I'm pretty sure we're millennials. There's no cusp thing.
1: there is a cusp, and the reason why I say cusp is depending on what thing you reference, it goes nineteen ninety-five to whatever, or like nineteen ninety-seven to whatever. So like sometimes we're included as millennials, and then other times and other websites were not included as millennials. So it really just depends on like what website you kind of reference. Or like so that's why I say cusp, because we sometimes fall into one category depending on one thing and then sometimes we fall into the other category
0: i googled this to prove nick wrong i'm gonna say we're millennials (laughs) but no Um, i think you're
1: right if you're a 1995 baby you are definitely a millennial Mm if you're a 1997 baby you are definitely a gen z
0: we're the in-betweeners baby
1: are we the the generation of the silenced
0: (laughs) have you been silent or silenced
1: (laughs) um so i guess like the thing that i think passed on from jedx to future generations like you mentioned this but like social justice and like equality like i'm they've kind of like grandfathered it in i think i hope we continue that going forward i hope we don't move backwards on that um with like all the rights and everything that we have even though we kind of are. but hopefully history doesn't repeat itself <laughs> um
0: yeah i think another thing to add on to that because i hope that we continue to pass on the whole self-care thing like if you're in a shitty situation there is always a way out you don't have to be trapped in a loveless marriage or trapped with a bad employer. You can leave, yeah. start your own company, um, become an influencer, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. There's so many more options. So I hope like we continue to I leave doors open and like give opportunities to people, like opportunities that people didn't have before. And I hope we just like slowly get more. Mm-hmm. And then like, I mean, the downside of that is that there's, like, paralysis. Like, if you have too many opportunities, you're like, I don't know which one to take.
0: (laughs) I think it's also a double-edged sword, too, with, like, the whole activism thing. Because I feel Mm. like everyone on social media is somehow an activist now. Like, there just seems to be so many issues going on, and it's kind of depressing to see. I care about all of them, but at the same time, I'm like, self-care means turning it off sometimes.
1: And, like, a lot of it is, like, I don't want to say a lot, but some of it is actually, like, it's just virtue signaling. Like, you have to sometimes do it. Like, if you're, if you have any kind of presence online, like, and you don't say, like, oh, I support Black Lives Matter, like, you might be shunned for it. Like, oh, why is this influencer or why is this actor not putting this on their profile or, Mm -hmm. like, posting the black square? Like, how dare they kind of Mm -hmm.
0: thing. And then it became Um, the whole, if you post a black square, you're a racist. (laughs)
1: <laughs> didn't you post the black square
0: yeah i archived it and nick's been pressuring me to put it back to match him why because he still has it up i think
1: what is not he just archive it i don't know
0: he doesn't want to be a racist he said it, it's tough being white male sometimes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs>
0: i think he was joking to be fair yes i said as long as you don't add a yellow square we're good
1: oh my god gross
0: um is there anything else that you wanted to pass to the future generation
1: um treating your kids better i guess you already said that
0: (laughs) oh i think like sense of humor over time just gets so funny like things that like gen z will say is just so out of the door like out of pocket insane that i really like it and like i start saying it but i think that like goes to any like slang. But I think, like, the insults, compliments, whatever it is, like, they have such a way with words. I really appreciate it. And I hope it continues with future generations.
1: Um, I agree with that. <laughs> um, I think, like, when you say such a way with words, like, I feel like they have the whole less words is more. Why use more words when less words work just as well? Kind of mentality. Because, like, some of the things that you say to me or, like, some of the things I hear, like quote-unquote general Zers saying is like so strange like i'm like this is not a full sentence like this doesn't make sense to me <laughs> like the whole like it's the blank for me like what like that's not a full sentence <laughs> like so i funny. we are reverting back to using less letters and like this was a thing that we had when we were growing up where we had like the lols and the like brbs and like all those but then it's like we're condensing sentences now into shorter things
0: the audacity you have right now
1: you're done which is like what (laughs) like i understand (laughs) those words separately but like what does it mean together
0: (laughs) yeah okay some Um. of the stuff is pretty cringy but um because we've been kind of like gremlins and haven't really been seeing other people outside of our apartment uh we talk like gremlins
1: now which is very unfortunate. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I, I almost hope that it doesn't continue. Um, like I'm glad the senses of humor is evolving to the point where saying like, oh, my wife is bad is like not that funny and not societally acceptable anymore. But like I'm not so fond of like the shortening of sentences and like. All that stuff. Maybe I'm just old. Like, am I showing my age?
0: (laughs) Mm, I think it's just different strokes for different people.
1: Maybe. Maybe I'm just, like, not as hip as, like... Maybe if I was on TikTok, I'd I'd think it it was a lot more funny. Like, maybe if I was, like, in the In club.
0: Ooh. makes TikTok for you page sucks. So it takes a while to really get it to the point where it's funny.
1: Oh. Okay, never mind then. I had another point. About what we should pass on to the future generation. But now I cannot remember. So I guess we will pass nothing else on.
0: Nice. That's it. That's all my children get.
1: (laughs) Oh, I guess like the whole like, you stop more generational trauma thing. I guess that could be another thing that you pass on. (laughs) I'll
0: do my best. We'll see.
1: Yeah, do better. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I can see you doing better.
0: I think so. But we will see.
1: Yeah we well, i'm like excited like i hope we still have the podcast like after you like or like when you get pregnant and then like during pregnancy and like after you give birth because i think that'd be such like an like a interesting segment you know <laughs> okay next episode i'm gonna be go get pregnant i mean like doing this kind of helped put i guess some of their generation into perspective mm-hmm. um They really are the silent generation or the forgotten generation because I totally forgot about them.
0: Me too. I'm glad we we had an episode dedicated to them. Shout out to the parents and the Gen
1: Xers. Yeah. Shout out to our parents. Mm -hmm. Thanks. For birthing us, even though we didn't ask to be birthed. (laughs) Thanks for
0: giving me more than one pair of pants, Mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for not killing me before I could form conscious thoughts
0: Mm -hmm, really appreciated it
1: so go like us on tiktok twitter and instagram and go listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and on youtube and join us next thursday for another episode of apologetically me
0: Bye. bye